This is a classic fairy tale from Germany, one of the Brothers Grimm stories, and it's called Hansel and Gretel. Now there was once a poor woodcutter who lived in a little cottage by the side of a forest, and he was married and had two children, a son and a daughter. His son was called Hansel, and his daughter was called Gretel. Now their mother had died, and the woodcutter had remarried, and the stepmother, although she was nice enough to the children, she didn't have any love for them. Now there was a time when everything was going bad. There had been bad seasons, and crops had failed, and it was a time of hunger and famine, and for the woodcutter, a great lack of money. And it ended up that their food was growing scarcer and scarcer. And as the pantry emptied, the parents started to worry as to what they were going to do next, because they didn't have enough food to feed themselves and their children. And one night, when they were in bed, the parents were arguing about this, and the stepmother was saying, we can't afford to feed the children. We'll have to get rid of them. Tomorrow, we'll take them out into the forest, and we'll take them to a deep, dark place in the forest where the trees are thickest, and we'll leave them there and come home. We can't do that, said their father. Why, that's an inhuman. We cannot do that to my poor children. I will not have them eaten by wild beasts in the forest. Well, what would you have us do then? said the woman. Well, would you rather just go out and cut the wood and chop it up to make coffins for us all? Because we're going to starve to death if we don't get rid of those children. And so in the end he agreed. Now the children had heard all of this because they were too hungry to fall asleep. And poor little Gretel was weeping and saying to her brother, What are we going to do? Well, he said, Never you mind, I'll I'll think of something. And he waited until it was the middle of the night, and he knew that his parents were asleep. And then he put on his coat, and he sneaked out the front door. And there outside the house there was a whole lot of little white pebbles, and they all gleamed bright in the moonlight. They were like newly minted coins. Well, he picked up these beautiful little white stones, and he filled his pockets with them till both his pockets were bulging. And then he went back inside, and he went to bed. Now the next morning the stepmother woke them up roughly and told them to get out of bed, lazy bones. You have to come with us and your father into the forest and help to gather some wood for the fire. So they set off. The stepmother gave them a small piece of bread each and told them that they would get nothing more the rest of the day so they should keep it until midday and have it then. Now Gretel took charge of the bread, because Hansel's pockets were filled with stones, the little white pebbles. Now, as they left their cottage and walked up towards the edge of the forest, once they entered the forest, Hansel kept looking back towards his home, and he would always be stopping, lagging behind, looking back, 
and his stepmother got angry and said, What are you doing? Why are you standing there staring back? And he said, Oh, I'm sure I could see my little white cat. She's on the roof and she's crying for me. Don't be stupid, she said. It's just the rising sun shining on the chimney pots. So they headed off into the woods. Now the reason why Hansel had stopped to look behind them is because he was dropping these little white pebbles on the ground and leaving a little trail that they would be able to follow later. Now he did this all the way into the forest until they came to a, a deep, dark, thick part of the forest. And then their mother told them to sit down and rest for a while. And she said, right, gather some firewood and some brushwood, and I'll light a fire for you so that you'll be warm. Now, it was winter time and it was cold. So they gathered up sticks and bits of brushwood and bits of dried ferns, and they built up a fire and their stepmother lit it for them and said, Right, you can rest here, and me and your father will come to collect you when we're finished. And if you're tired, you can rest a while, you can sleep. And then she disappeared off. Well, Hansel and Gretel sat by the fire, and at midday they ate their little bit of bread. And then... They always thought that they could hear the sound of their father chopping wood in the distance, and that was comforting for them. But it wasn't him chopping wood. It was only an old dead branch blowing in the wind and tapping against the side of a withered tree. But they fell asleep, and they slept long, and they slept well. And when they woke up, it was already dark, and they were both rather frightened, especially Gretel, because she didn't know what her brother's plan was, and he said, don't worry, just wait until the moon rises, and we'll be fine. And the moon rose, and it was a, new, a full moon, it was a beautiful moon, and all those little white pebbles started to gleam like silver in its moonbeams, and Hansel took Gretel by the hand, and they followed the little trail of pebbles all the way back till they came to the edge of the forest. Now by this time it was getting to be light again, the sun was rising, and they went down and they knocked at the door of their cottage, and their stepmother answered it, and she was surprised to see them, and not very happy either, but she pretended to be relieved and said, Oh, there you are, you naughty children, why were you so long in the forest? Well, the father was overjoyed. He hugged them, and he said that they were his, his darlings, and he was so pleased to see them. Well, the stepmother wasn't. But a short time passed, and things were okay. But then there was another time of want, another time of hunger. And again, the stepmother started saying to her husband, We cannot afford to feed the children. All we've got left to eat is half a loaf of bread, and after that, who knows what we're going to do. Tomorrow we should take the children out into the forest again, but take them even further in, to a deeper, darker, thicker part of the forest, and leave them there. 
Well, again, the husband wasn't keen on the idea. He was saying, no, we can't do that. But she was insistent, and in the end he was weak and he gave up. Now, Hansel and Gretel had heard all this again, and they were both very upset and very afraid. But Hansel said to Gretel, don't weep, sister. I will think of something. And so he waited until his parents were fast asleep again, and then he put on his coat, and he went to the door to go and gather more pebbles. But when he got to the door, he discovered that it was locked. His stepmother had locked it, and he couldn't get out. So he had to go back to bed, and he said to Gretel, Don't fear, little sister, Will. I'll think of something. Something will, will happen. We'll be okay. So... The next morning the stepmother roughly shook them and woke them up. Get out of bed, lazy bone, she said. <clears throat> you have to come to the forest with us to help gather wood. Well, this time they were given two small pieces of bread, smaller than the ones they'd been given before, and were told that they would get nothing else for the rest of the day, so there was no point in them crying about it. And they should keep that till the middle of the day. Well... They went up to the edge of the forest, and when they entered it, Hansel was always hanging back and always looking back towards their home, and the stepmother was getting annoyed and saying, What are you always dawdling around there for? What are you staring at, boy? Oh, I'm just looking back at the house, says I. I can see my pigeon. It's sitting on the roof of the house, and it's trying to say goodbye. Don't be so stupid, she said. That's just the rising sun glinting on the chimney pots. And they set off. Well, of course, the real reason why Hansel was staying back was because he was dropping little bits of breadcrumbs all the way along the path so that he could follow those, since he didn't have the pebbles. Now, <clears throat> on then on they went until they came to a part of the forest that was far thicker than the rest. The trees were very close together, and it was dark, and they didn't know where they were. And again the stepmother told them to go and gather some wood so that she could make a fire for them, which they did, and she lit it, and she said, Now you wait there, you can rest there, and me and your father will come back for you. Maybe you could have a little sleep. And off she went. Well, of course, Hansel didn't have a piece of bread now. He'd used it all. But Gretel, being a very, very kind girl, she broke her tiny little piece of bread into two and shared it with her brother. He'd used all his bread to make little breadcrumbs for a trail to follow back home. Now, they sat by the fire, and it was warm, and they were tired. It was a long walk, and they fell asleep. And when they woke up, they discovered that their parents had gone, and it was dark. Now, this was quite scary, but still Hansel said, Never mind, Gretel, it'll be fine. We'll wait till the moon rises, and we'll follow the breadcrumbs home. And the moon rose, and little Hansel went to look for the breadcrumbs, but there was not a crumb to be found. You see, all the birds had found the lovely little breadcrumbs, and they had eaten the lot. There was none left to follow. 
so they didn't know where they were and how to get home. And they were scared in case they were eaten by wild beasts. But Hansel tried to be brave for his sister, and he said, Never mind, she was younger than him, you see. Never mind, sister, she said. I'm, I'm sure we can find our way home ourselves. And so <clears throat> they set off walking, and they walked all that night. But they still didn't know where they were. And they walked all the next day as well, and nothing. And that night they slept as best as they could, waking up with fright every time they heard a sound, in case it was a wolf coming to eat them. But the sun rose and they set off again, and as they were walking along they saw a beautiful white bird sitting in a tree, and it was singing the most beautiful song imaginable. And they stood and listened to this enchanted and then the bird flew off a short distance and perched in another tree, and the children followed it. And then it flew a bit further to another tree, and again the children followed that. It was just as if the bird was leading them somewhere. Well, it was. Eventually, the bird flew and landed on the roof of a house, the strangest house that the children had ever seen in their life, because this house was not made out of wood or stone. It was made out of gingerbread. And there was also cakes and flans decorating it. And the windows were made of barley sugar. And so they came up to the house and they couldn't believe it. It was so beautiful and so delicious. Let us feast, said Hansel. You can have a bit of the of the window panes, the barley sugar window panes, all of a bit of the roof. So he broke off a piece of the roof and he started to eat. Well, Gretel took up a big piece of cake from the side of the wall and started to munch that. Oh, it was so good. And they were eating and eating and eating. They were so hungry. And also, this was such wonderful treats for them. They never got things like gingerbread or barley sugars or cakes or flans or anything like, anything like that. So they were eating away, and the voice of an old woman came out of the house saying, Munching, crunching, munching, who's eating my house? And Hansel replied, The wind, the wind, only the wind, and they carried on eating. Gretel had pulled out a whole pane of glass made of barley sugar, and she was chewing away on that. Oh, it was so good. Well, after a wee while, the door opened, and there came an old woman. A very scary-looking old woman came out of the house. She was propped up on two sticks, and she came outside, and she... She looked at the children and she said, Oh, my children, what are you doing? Why, you poor things, you must be lost. Come inside and I'll give you something to eat. So the children went inside and sat by the fire. And the old woman made them pancakes with sugar for supper. And she gave them apples and nuts as well. 
Well, the children were delighted, and she was so kind to them. And then she led them to two beautiful white soft feather beds with curtains around us outside, and she bade them to go and sleep. Well, they climbed into the soft bed, so much nicer than anything they'd ever slept on in their lives before, and they were soon fast asleep. Now, the children weren't as lucky as they thought that they were, because this old woman was actually a wicked witch. And she lived in a house made of gingerbread in order to lure children towards it. And once she'd caught the children, she ate them. She called it her feast day. She would munch on the children. She'd cook them and eat them. And there was two lovely little children just walked into her house. Oh, she was pleased about that. And the next morning, before they woke up, she stood there and watched them sleeping. And they were so angelic. They were like little angels lying there, sound asleep, looking as innocent as innocent could be. It would have been enough to move a heart of stone but there was not much in the way of a heart inside the old wicked witch. All she did was lick her lips and think to herself, Ooh, what a lovely feast I will have out of these two, but I'll need to fatten them up a bit first. So the next morning the witch came over and she shook the children. It was not a gentle wakening. Get up! Get up, you lazy brats, she said. And she grabbed Hansel and said, Come with me, I'm going to fatten you up and eat you. And she dragged them outside, and she locked them in a cage. Now she came back to Gretel, and she said, Right, you, go down to the well and draw me up some water so that I can cook a nice breakfast for your brother to fatten him up so I can eat him. Well... Poor Gretel, she went down with a bucket and she got the water and she was coming back and gave it to the old woman. And the old woman cooked up a lovely big breakfast to feed to Hansel. But Gretel, all she got to eat was crab shells. Well, time went by and the old woman was keeping on feeding Hansel to make him fatter and fatter. But the thing with this old woman was, her sense of smell was incredible. She could smell children quite a way off. She knew when there was children outside, because she could smell them, just like a wild animal. But her sight wasn't very good. She couldn't see very well. And so Hansel knew this. So the old woman would go out, and to find out whether he was getting fatter or not, and fat enough to be eaten. She used to say, Hansel, stick out a finger, and he would poke a finger through the bar of his cage, and she would feel it to see if it was getting fat. But Hansel, he was a smart boy. He didn't put a finger out. He held out a bone, 
and she felt the bone and thought, Hmm, he's still thin. We'll have to give him more food. Now this went on for a few weeks. And yet every time the old woman went out and told Hansel to stick out a finger and she felt it, and of course it was the bone she was feeling, she couldn't understand why this boy wasn't getting fatter. He still seemed to be as thin as ever. But one day she declared to Gretel, Go down to the well and draw some water, because tomorrow I'm going to boil and eat your brother. I don't care if he's lean or fat. Tomorrow is the day I eat him. Oh, poor, poor Gretel. She went down to the well and she drew water and she was coming back and she was crying and think, saying to herself, Oh, it would have been better if we had been eaten by wild animals in the forest or starved to death because at least we would have died together. She took in the water, and the old woman ordered her to go to bed. The next morning she got her up and told her to fill up the big pot and hang it above the fire, fill the big pot with water and hang it above the fire to boil, because she was going to boil Hansel that day. Oh, poor Gretel, she was in tears weeping, but the old witch just told her to be quiet. Now... As the water was boiling, the old witch said, Right, now we'll bake some bread as well to go along with Hansel. So she lit a fire in her oven till it was nice and hot. And then she said to Gretel, Crawl into the oven and see if it's warm enough for the bread yet. Well, of course, what the old witch was meaning to do was that once Gretel had crawled into the oven. She was going to slam the door behind her and bolt it, and bake her and eat her as well. But Gretel was also a smart girl, and she knew what the old witch was up to. And so she said, Oh, but please, mother, I don't know uh, anything about how to get into the oven Oh, yes, silly goose, said the old witch. Look, it's perfectly big enough to, for me to fit in it. Look, I'll show you. And she stuck her head in the oven. Now, Gretel mustered up every bit of strength and courage in her body, and she raced at the old witch, and she smacked her up the back side, and it pushed the old witch straight into the oven, and then Gretel slammed the door and barred it. Now the old witch screamed and screamed and coughed inside the oven, but Gretel just left her there, and she ran over to the cage, and she let Hansel free. Now the old witch was killed in the oven, and it served her right, because she used to bake children in that oven, so she got a taste of her own medicine. Well, they went into the house, and they made themselves some breakfast, and then they searched the place, and they found a big chest, and in the chest it was filled up with pearls and precious gems. 
There was diamonds and rubies and sapphires and emeralds, all glinting and twinkling away, the most beautiful sight. And Hansel filled all his coat pockets with it, and Gretel said, I'll take some too, and she held up the front of her apron, and she was able to carry as much in her apron as Hansel was in his pockets. And then they set off to try to find their way home. Now they walked for a while until they came to a river, and there was no way that they could cross it, and there was no bridge across either. And Gretel said, Oh, look, here's a little boat coming towards us. But Hansel said, That's not a boat, it's a duck. And it was. It was a very large duck. And they said, Please, Mr. Duck, would you carry us across the river on your back? And it was a good duck, a kind duck, and it was happy to help. But the, girl, the children were too heavy to carry across all at once. So the duck carried Gretel across first, and then came back and picked up Hansel and took him across the river as well and dropped them on the other side. They thanked the duck, and then they set off. Now they walked and they walked for a while, and then they realized that the place where they were at looked familiar, and the further they went, the more familiar it looked, until in the end they knew exactly where they were, and they went back, and there, at the edge of the forest, they could see their home. So they went down to it, and they knocked at the door, and their father opened it, and he was overjoyed to see them. And they went inside, and they said, Where is our stepmother? They were feeling a bit worried about that. Oh, she died a couple of weeks ago, said their father. She took ill very suddenly and died quite quickly. Oh, the children were relieved to hear that as well. And then they said, Well, never mind, father, we have something for you. And the little Gretel let down the front of her apron, and all the pearls and precious stones spilled out over the table. And Hansel started digging in his pockets and taking out handfuls of pearls and gems as well, and dropped that on the table too, till there was quite a big pile of precious stones. A fortune! Well, after that, they weren't poor, and they never had to go hungry again. And also, they avoided walking in that forest, just in case.